Hello, I'm Isaac Foster, intern here at the 908, and I just want to make a quick disclaimer that this episode of Shoot Your Shot includes some very vulgar, explicit language that you would not want to have in front of your children. Now remember, life is great in the 908. The name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one on the back. Get that through your head! I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. I'll make it. You don't do that to a man. He's got a million dollar idea right here. Billion dollar idea. Even better, let him flow. Well, there's nothing like a cold one after a long day, huh? Here's to feeling good all the time. And now, from the 908 studio, this is Shoot Your Shot. Brought to you by 908, where life is great. Welcome back to the show. Shoot your shot, Paul Sutter, the chosen one. John Grossi, the boss man. John, happy March. The best month of the year, finally here, and I think it's going to be the best one yet. No, I'm not having a good day, Paul, because you know what just fucking happened to me? What? Oh, here we go. The goddamn lane on Atherton. I know. First of all, it's taken 20 minutes to get to the office. Yep. I live literally two minutes away. <laughs> that, that's a problem. That's a problem. Uh, And... I said it last week. If everyone's merging to the left lane, and just because you're a little college girl in a white car that you think is cute, you can't go up to the right lane. Was it a Jetta? It was. There was two little white girl, white cars action. And first of all, I'm starting to think they don't listen to the show. No, they don't. That's which is you know it's a problem. Well, I think they must listen to it, but they're probably not paying attention. Is the problem? Well, because they're trying to freaking merge into this other and lane. It's pissing me off. Second of all, don't you're not butting in. I'm. This is see. I'm starting to become an asshole. No, don't and these do that. girls are turning me into it. Oh man, because I didn't let them in again, and you know I'm a letting guy. You're kind of a dick now, huh? Yeah. Well, two weeks in a row. Wow, that's surprising. I'm tired of it, Paul. How do we fix it? When is this going to be done? First also? of all, there, like this trench can't be that big of a deal. It's open. It's so open, and I don't. <laughs> it closes every night, though. <laughs> Do they have to reopen it every day? Here's what I don't understand about Long Beach. Every single street is under construction right now. But, like, how does that... Why? Why wouldn't we, like... How come it's, like, a couple years of nothing and then a bunch of stuff, right? I have, I'm have. i kind of woke on this. Mm-hmm. I think it's because of the election. I think they want to show people that they're doing they work on the streets. Yeah. Because there hasn't been shit going on for three years. How about A, huh? Oh, fuck A. <laughs> I'm not in a good mood. And you know what? I'll get to that later. But... I think I think they decided to do construction on literally every street in the city right before the election because, to me, it wouldn't be more cost-effective to have just, like, one construction crew and have them slowly going around every street for, like, four years rather than hire everyone at the same time. Yeah. Because literally every street's under construction. Well, you want to hear something that's really messed up. Yeah. Construction never stops. Well. So, like, this is going to happen for a little bit, and then there's going to be, like, another place that happens for a little bit, and then there's going to be another place, and then a year and a half from now, it's going to be back to this place. No. Yeah, that's how it works. I'm woke. I think they only do it for the election. Uh, Hey, did you enjoy watching our friend Peel announce that basketball game? God, how freaking unreal was he? Well, here's the deal. Uh, I watched about 15 minutes, and then I went to go vote so I could see the vote no on A and B. Yeah. So I could go... Like catch my good friend of, Gallo said, catch the end of the game. Oh, guess what? Hour and a half wait, Paul. Didn't even didn't even catch it. 
There's an hour and a half wait at the polls? Yeah. What? Yeah. Well, people are wondering why people don't vote. Like, if you're waiting for an hour and a half, like, that's that's got, kind of messed up. I went mail. Hour, hour and a half lines. We got little white girls in white cars trying to merge into my shit. So, no. March is not great. Wow, tough start to March for you. <laughs> this is horrible. Today, oh, actually, big shout out. Happy March, birthday to- more like merge. <laughs> All right, I'm done. All right. I'm actually not in that bad of a mood. Uh, <laughs> quick shout out to great job by Peel, actually, by the way. Yeah, Peele, I listened to the pregame and the first phenomenal. the first 15 minutes, and he was crushing it. What great insight he had. Mm-hmm. Felt like I was right there. I wish I was watching. By the way, I don't like his team was supposed to be an, like one of the best teams of all time, absolute wagon squad, and then they lost in the first game that we watched and the first game that Peel announced. I was That's kind of messed up. It's not his fault, though. It's not his fault. Should we introduce what he was doing, by the way? Oh, yeah, probably. Oh, you want me to do it? Uh, you're better. Well, you're the one that did it. You said it. Well, mine was mostly to set up the fact that I had to wait an hour and a half long. Oh. Well, so James Peel, one of our good friends, everybody knows him, uh, probably one of the biggest listeners of the show, he did the color commentary of a high school basketball game, a state regional like quarterfinal or something like that. I thought it was the championship. Oh, was it? No, it, was, it had to be the quarterfinal because it was at a home like gym. That makes sense. I was definitely rattled. I thought he was like a, a unbiased announcer for both teams, and then he started going like knowing the names on one team and then just calling it like number five on the other yeah. team. <laughs> no, no, I knew he wasn't a he was a biased one. Oh, uh, that's tight. Yeah, I liked it better. It's like Oral Hershiser, except yep. for a thousand times better. Yep. Uh, okay. Oh, I was gonna say quick shout out to good friend, listener of the show, Sage Poland. It's his birthday today. Only, only day that's also a command in the calendar year is March 4th. You know, you've always March said 4th. that. And I thought of you a couple days ago. Really? Because March 1st is also a command. Oh, yeah, you're right. March 1st. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but, oh, uh, yeah, true. It's March But 1st. only if it's but, in response to, like, a question. Like, just, hey, should I, should I go get those papers? No, March 1st. Uh, let's just pretend like that didn't happen. Mike, cut, I'll cut that part out. Okay. So let me redo it. March 4th is the only day that's also a command wow. in the calendar year. I've never uh, okay. heard that before. That's good. <laughs> All right. Happy birthday, Sage. I'm probably some good memories with Sage and I on his birthday. I used to get absolutely plastered before class at Biola University. Sorry to all the teachers that are listening to this. My bad. Stu. Big Stu. That's my boy. All right. I got to grind my gears really quick. Before we get to the oh, we got Chase DeYoung on the show. Great it's phone interview. Great interview. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. Always a favorite of our listeners. Mm-hmm. Well, he's just like better than us at everything, which is, I mean, it's kind of cool, I guess, because that doesn't happen too often for me, at least. But he's like better than everything at me. Well, you no, know, like about Chase is he really everything. like when he sees people all merge into one line, he gets over right when in his turn in line. Yeah. That's He's that kind of guy. That's the best thing about He's him, not like a, I'm going to go up and try to cut like 30 cars guy. Right. So that's I've the al- best. Thing always about appreciate him. that about him. All right. I got a guy on my gear. So Saturday night, uh, ended up not doing much. Uh, just watched. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Bad boys. Hell of a movie. And I drank like, 30,000 glasses of wine. Mm-hmm. I was not feeling great the next day. And I was absolutely blacked out that night. It was great. But I'm watching Bad Boys. Bad yeah. Boys one of the greatest movies of all time. Sure. Not to mention Bad Boys 2, which is even better. 
or three or three which just came out and i really want to see it but i gotta quit grind my gears with rotten tomatoes you ever heard of rotten tomatoes uh i'm familiar with the site i don't understand rotten tomatoes i don't get it like who is the one that's ranking these things because i'm looking at some of the greatest movies of all time i just wanted to see what rotten tomatoes gave bad boys one because i was having a blast i was laughing i mean i was 12 glasses of wine deep but i was still laughing and having a good time you know what i mean so i go to rotten tomatoes and i say okay bad boys what's this one 43 percent so it's, it got less than 50%. It's one of Yikes. the greatest movies ever, and it got less than 50%. So I go to Bad Boys 2, which I think is a better movie. Bad Boys 2, 23%. <laughs> Who's wa- who is watching these movies? You have notes right there? Yeah, yeah. I just I'm actually very impressed by that. Why well, I wrote them down. This is the most Paul's ever prepared for anything in his life. I know. He wrote down two percentages on a piece of paper. No, I got three now. Oh, here's the third one. Third one, internship, 35%. Uh, okay, now, well, now I'm pissed. Well, you... I don't understand how three of the top ten movies of all time can be lower than fifty percent. Cause I don't me and you went to school and whatnot. Fifty percent was not a good grade. No. That's like less than an F. Yeah. I'm I just don't get it. Remember the Titans? Probably like seventy. That's a great movie. Should be like yeah, a ninety something. Yeah, right. Uh but my I, thought is do we create our own site called Rotten Grapes because it's more about wine? Hmm. These movies go well with wine. Oh, would you like it if you're drunk? Fermented grapes. That's not bad. That's not bad. Okay. I'll right. think about that one. Bobby, don't steal that, you, you son, son of a bitch. bitch. I know. Oh, man. He's going to have his 25th term in 25 years yeah. later on. And he's going to be stealing all of our jokes. Rot- We're going to be poor. He's going to be rich. Rotten Garcia is going to rot in office. <laughs> all right. I got to start. Stop talking trash. I, Robert Garcia, no, you're ba- fine. No. You're fine. You're fine. I've always said I was a Bobby stan. I just don't want to give him more money. I've been a Bobby He's stan. He's richer than me. I know that. That's for sure. I, I've always been a Bobby stan. We know that. Yeah. You like Bobby Garcia. Big time. He emailed me the other day again. Did about he the really? coronavirus. Oh, shit. The coronavirus oh, is scary. Shit. I'm telling you. It's taken over the world. And you know what's messed up? I think I might be the only person that can, like, fend it off because of how sick I usually get. Yeah. I think I'll be ready you for You have it. the most immunity in the world. Yeah. We might need to send you in to fight it. I'll do it. Like Captain America. Yeah. Just start crushing viruses. Oh, I'm so in. I would be a savior. I'd be Well, that would be the chosen one. A young Jesus Christ. Wow. Paul Slater. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, that's all I got for God My Gears. Do you have anything else? I just, we got to fix it. Rotten grapes, that sounds good to me. Yeah. Uh, when do we want to talk about my Labua Thai massage experience number three? Let's do before it right after. now. Let's okay. do it right now. Yeah, let's do well, it Well, right here's now. the deal. I think the listeners know I had the greatest massage of my life at Labua. I don't know if I actually mentioned that. No, you, you said you were going to get it. Well, like last time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had the greatest massage I've ever had. Right. At Labua Thai massage and spa. It was so good. I thought about asking. For the lady's name so I could get her again. Okay. But I thought that was creepy. Yeah, it's a little weird. So I didn't. Well, I should have, Paul. Because. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I go in there. Yeah, Monday. I say, Thai massage. How does this work? Let's break this whole thing down. You walk in. I walk in. What's the English level at this place? Uh, Very good for the receptionist. Really? You know, she was probably Thai girl, but she was young. Okay. Very English speaking. Yeah, okay. Uh, not so with the grandma lady that ended up massaging me. This short, stout. Whoa! Watch the, watch the words here. Short and stout. It's this like is... a teacup. 
Yeah, that's like not great to call somebody. Well, she. No one's gonna tell her she can't speak English. She <laughs> literally cannot speak English. Okay, keep going. All right, so she starts. I lay down on my. First of all, the best part was I love how they take you to the room and they always say, "Do you know how to get ready?" And it's literally just a euphemism for get naked. Oh, okay. So I say yes, <laughs> and then I proceed to take all my clothes off. Uh, so. Oh jeez. She walks in. I'm face down under the cover with naked and she starts she says time is uh what kind of massage i said tie because i think that's like i think i like the tie massage because what's I, the other one swedish oh because swedish was it, it was fine it was your been ikea but it, well okay i'm just saying so she said and then she says oil no oil i said Oil. <laughs> you didn't say it like that. You didn't say it like that. Uh, so anyway, here we are. I'm off to a good start, right? Everything. What kind of oil? Coconut. Know, whatever she's got. Mm. And uh, so she, you know, gets a little started, but then she goes right down to my left foot. She's she's a bottom up lady. Okay. Wants to start at the bottom. Yeah, heard that. Heard that. And she starts crushing her thumb into the bot into the middle of my foot, like just. Yeah, like it, it hurt. Yeah, it, hurts. it did not feel good. It hurts, and I was like, I was like, oh, this sucks. So I, I kind of like, I, I, I bared it out. How many tears? Uh, probably a couple. Yeah, and it was like it was really tough, but I was like, all right, that's fine. I just gotta like this will get better. <laughs> Finally, she goes to the right foot, and I just I air out my left foot a little bit like this, you know. Put I just like. <laughs> I'm like that was fucking brutal. I gotta air out the left foot oh a little bit. Oh my god! Because and she and she goes cramp, and I was like what? She goes cramp, and I realized she was saying cramp. Cramp. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I was like, cramp. I was like, oh yeah, it's fine. And she's like, oh I fix. And I was like, and so she goes back and starts no. crushing it with her fucking fingers, right, oh, sticking no. them into my left foot. And then I'm, so I was like, I was like, it's okay. You don't have to do that. I was like, tell. I was like, can you please just go to the other foot? And she goes. No, no, you feel bad tomorrow if I don't fix. I fix, I fix, I fix, I fix. So then, Paul, this is my first ever experience with a no means no situation. I was saying no, and she was not saying okay. She was saying yes, and she was taking advantage of my left foot. Wow. So then I was in a real tough situation. I was like, okay, this hurts like a mofo, Yep. but I can't tell her no fucking bared it out i was like what a warrior i was absolute pain you don't get enough credit go well no i don't and then i go to the right foot or she goes to the right foot how Hurts. long was this left and right foot this was probably took about five minutes total but okay it felt like a year okay keep going and it was equally as horrible all right at this point it's not about cramp i'm like okay let's just hopefully she gets off the feet not she, a lot of muscle in the feet she starts climbing up on me, like you know, I like how they do. Yep, yep. And <laughs> okay, I think she's a little heavier than the last girl I had. <laughs> God damn it! All right, <laughs> I gotta hurry this thing up. All right, I think she's a little heavier, but it. I, I start. I'm starting to slowly realize that doesn't matter. This lady is trying to hurt me, and she, like, once again, it's very emasculating to do this during a massage. But I had to say, like, can you go lighter, please? And then she she goes a little lighter. Wow, you didn't tell her to go lighter. It was it was not an easy decision, Paul. Yikes. It was not an easy decision. Yeah, I bet it sucked. Luckily, no one else is in the room. <laughs> uh, so anyway, then she all right. She finally like finishes that part and she starts the rest massage. And I realize 
this is when I realized about 15 to 20 minutes in that her idea of a massage is to find the worst part of you and fucking crush it. So it's not feel as good. It's not to feel good. Like, it's not really about how much pressure she was applying. She would, like, skip over the muscle that would feel good and then find my fucking bone and just fucking... She was, like, raw, raw, just, like, crushing my arm bone. It was miserable. Okay. I I was in pain. I was realizing I was paying this lady to torture me. She would pass over That's the good part. Shit. What? It's like freaking, what's that movie called? Fifty Shades of Grey. I don't think so. I think it was just Fifty Shades of Miserable. And she was passing over the good parts and just crushing my bones and like and then like it was just so so miserable and i was in, i was paying this lady to torture me i realized it was as if someone said people do that all the time john and don't shame yeah that's true but it was like as if i said please torture every inch of my body and she would find the worst part of it and crush it i am in pain i'm there oh you're hurting now oh, no, no then I'm, I'm in the middle of the massage and i'm in excruciating pain right use of excruciating and I realized that I have, like, only three things I want to do. One is, like, cry. Okay. <laughs> Two is, like, shout in pain. And three is walk out. Literally walk out in the middle of the massage. It is so painful. It was that bad? It was that bad. It was this bad. I realized, as a guy, I can't do any of those. No. So I start cracking up. Oh, you're laughing. I'm cr- hysterically. Wow. Because it's Smart. so painful. It's all I could do. I had to get out some sort of emotion. So I'm now hysterically laughing at how painful this is. This lady is crushing my body. And somehow, I think she ended it maybe a little early. It was an hour of massage. I think it was like a 54-minute deal. She, it was like that. Huh? And then she goes after she says, you probably don't want Thai massage. You probably want Thai-Swedish combo. Hey, why not, why not tell me that like 20 minutes in? Wow. So now you know at least, though, when you go back. I guess. What does Jimmy V always say? If you think, laugh, and cry, I, it's a hell of a day. I and did all that in five seconds. It. Yeah. There you go. <sighs> okay. <laughs> so now we know. Are so, you going to go back? This is, I, this is what I'm torn because, mind you, last time, best massage I've ever had. I think that was probably that must have been the Thai Swedish combo. I think that's what you because got. I think I like the Thai combo because the Swedish is like whatever, it's fine. It's it's the Thai on. is literally hell. You need a little spice. You should have known a little bit better, I think. And I'm a combo guy. Yeah, but think about it. The Swedish meatballs are very sweet, like really light. You know what I mean? But some Thai food, really hot. It'll right? mess you up. That's why you got to go with like the white boy Thai, like pad pad Thai. Right, like somewhere in the middle. Yeah. See, we should have known that. Shit. But now we do. It was miserable. I got to check this place out. It was wild. Should I go today? I don't know, but like it was literally someone, it was just this little old Thai lady torturing me while I laughed and that happened for about 25 minutes. <laughs> God, I wish I was there. It was weird. And it was a naked. weird situation. I was also naked. That's good. <laughs> the weirdest part was she was naked too. Oh, no, come kidding. on. I'm kidding. Come on. I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh, it's a great story. Thank Sorry, you. How I had do you to, feel now? Are you okay? I, like that's the thing is, I think in her mind, she thinks that like I'm gonna feel like on cloud nine like the next day. Like, yeah, I just feel a little sore. Okay, <laughs> like I'm, I'm like I think anything other than being with her is great. Okay, okay. Well, now, now you can request not the stout lady next time. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Boy, was she a little teapot, huh? <laughs> All right, let's get to the interview. Uh. We got Chase DeYoung on the phone. 
great guy. We're talking about uh, spring training, golf. What else we talk about? His career, next steps in his career, all this good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Dirtbags, hell of a guy. Uh, took time out of his day after, after a nice long workout uh-huh. to talk to us, which is cool. Uh, best guy maybe that we know. Pull out your map before this interview. Yeah, say. this is big time. Okay, let's get to the interview. Chase DeYoung on the phone here in the studio. Wow, I sort of got screwed on the old bedroom selection. Every room's like four times as big as mine. On the phone, one of our best buddies, one of our best guests, Chase DeYoung. Hey, Chase, how does it feel to be like the most well-liked person that we've had on the show? Like everybody seems to like you. <laughs> well, that's good. I mean... I definitely want to be on, don't want to be on the other end of that spectrum. That's true. But like every time we say, uh, "Oh, you listen to us," and they're like, "Yeah, they uh, we listen to you guys," and they say, "Oh, that Chase DeYoung interview was unbelievable." Yeah, I was just gonna say, I don't know, I don't know if they say they like you. They just oh, like your they liked your interview. You're relevant. Oh, okay. Well, I can be proud of that. <laughs> Relevancy is better than uh, reputation. There we go. How's life, bud? It's been a while. Uh, it's all right. I mean, honestly, it's a little tough. The Major league or minor league baseball free agency life is definitely not one I advise on most people, especially after the year I just had, which sucked. But just staying, staying positive, grinding through it, you know, talking to teams, hoping to get a minor league invite here in the next, you know, week or two. You're but uh, you're staying yeah. in shape and whatnot, though. We just talked about how you had your uh, your workout. What what is what does that consist of? Trying to stay in shape like this? Yeah, I mean. I'm, this will be year nine for me. So kind of have my program figured out how I need to feel going into camp. Uh, just, you know, staying consistent, working out four four or five days a week, um, you know, running definitely, I definitely feel in, you know, the right shape to be out there, you know, competing for a job right now. Cause you know, the last five years it's, I've been leaving, first part of february so you know coming off of the year i just had not going to big league camp you know, i've had a couple of extra weeks to you know kind of get where i need to be and you know uh been doing all my on-field stuff over at long beach state with those guys and they've been phenomenal you know letting me have access to uh the field you know their catchers the bullpens i've actually been working out at the pyramid you know, so that that's Long Beach State's been really good to me, even though, you know, I'm not an alumni or, you know, anything like that. But in talking with uh, Andy Fee, you know, just made a connection with him through the Century Club and just being a local guy. That's exactly what he said. He goes, yeah, man, like, we'll absolutely help you out. You know, just got to sign a waiver and we'll be able to. I work around their schedule for when kind of like their dead period is in the gym. So that way I'm not, you know, obviously in the way of any of the teams and stuff, but to have access to the pyramid and then to be out at Blair field again, working out and throwing and stuff, it's just been a huge, uh, uh, blessing for me to be able to be out there and, you know, working with the team, being able to be in the gym. Um, yeah, Long Beach state's been great to me this off season. That's awesome. Are you the good luck charm? Why the dirtbags are doing so well? Absolutely not. Oh, <laughs> I mean, no, I can't take credit for that, man. Dude, they're Easy. crushing it. No, yeah, they are. They're it's awesome. I've been going to games, uh, you know, 
EVs over there doing incredible things. I mean, yeah, by no means whatsoever am I a good luck charm for them, but I'm a fan. Did you know? Really cool watching them. Did you know that we are the conductors of the the EV, the Valley Hype Train? Are you? Yeah, we were the first ones on it. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna take all the credit for this start, but you know, about fifty percent, I'd say, would be us. Yeah. All right. That sounds good. I actually got a good question. If you were at Wilson right now, absolutely shoving. You just threw a nine inning no hitter, and you beat Lakewood one nothing. Uh, and EV came up and talked to you. Would you consider going to Long Beach State instead of USC? Absolutely. Ooh. What? What? Can you give us the insight on this guy? Because we all we know is we love him, but why? Why should we? Yeah, I mean, I can't say enough good things about him. The way he's come into that program and completely turned that culture around and established it in such a short time. And if you think about it, you know, college, a college team, you know, you get that new coach in, it's going to be three years before he has an entire program full of guys that he recruited, which I can see would definitely be like a, maybe a difficult aspect in that transitional period. He has shown up, shown those guys who he is, what he wants to do, and obviously from the production that they've had, that team has bought in. And because he's a trustworthy guy, he's a really good leader. He's put together a really good coaching staff. And, I mean, those players, I went uh, I went and watched one of their inner squads. Uh, and, I mean, this is when, like, the coaches weren't there because of, you know, the mandatory stuff, everything like that. So, like, the players put together the – inner squad or whatever mm -hmm. and i was watching it with no coaches there they're there pushing each other you know getting all the things done playing the game the right way and it's super cool to be able to watch that and see those players how driven they are and how bad they want it and to be able to talk to the guys that are in veteran leadership positions now like jacob huey mm -hmm. you know talking to jacob like you know the seniors are are pumped and they know that they have a shot to make an impact in the is it league division conference conference yeah Midwest, right conference right yeah. i don't have the college lingo yeah uh, sick brag dude yeah whoops all right <laughs> let me fill you in tiktok that's the college lingo i'm pretty okay. I'm, i've got my ear close to the ground <laughs> All right, I got a question what's the difference between tiktok and vine i've never had oh yeah events. you came to the right guy well, TikTok right. is new, and it has, like, the same captions. The captions look like Instagram, but you're putting them in fun places like on video. All right. T to me, Chase, I don't know what the difference <laughs> is. I couldn't help you out. I'm, you know me. I'm, a, I'm an old soul. Uh, I don't right. I don't have it down, but I kind of want to be TikTok famous. So if you're down to get an account going and get some followers, I'll help you out. Yeah, prob's not going to happen for me. <laughs> but... Uh, you'll probably link it to your other social media stuff and i'll see it okay how how important is it to like have a good time on the field like when it comes to winning like i feel like it are all good teams like having a good time like i know winning's fun but like i feel like if you're having a good time out there you're you're probably going to be better it, is it makes a huge difference i won't say that having a good time always leads to winning but there is definitely parallels between you know the best teams that i've been on that when you show up to go to work you show up to go play and you find enjoyment of it and there's just good vibes 
I mean, I would definitely say there's a higher level of production. Yeah, I feel that. I agree, except the uh, one note being the Orioles of the Whaley. <laughs> true, <laughs> true. Well, Pony we, League, I'm not well, talking we were, Pony We were having a great time. I'm not talking Pony League. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so, Chase, what are your, like, steps right now? Like, obviously, this is kind of probably not right where you want it to be, but, like, can you fill us in on what, what you're doing and, and, and what the next step is for you in, in trying to get back on a team? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm talking to my agent every week or, you know, talking to teams right now they're trying to market me as minor league depth which is exactly what i am you know nine years into this i've never actually been injured uh yeah i'm not for you too yeah appreciate that i've never been injured you know i'm a guy that goes out there with my four pitches i'm i'm a pitchability guy because i'm not 96 97 you know it's it's hard to move the needle for some teams there's always going to be a need for guys like me that, you know, cover your innings, keep the team in the game. Obviously last year I struggled with that, but that was a selection problem with me. I tried to pitch up in the zone with the characteristics of my fastball and I didn't execute that very well. So I've made that adjustment. And, but teams right now are just seeing that, you know what, last year I had a really bad year in the first couple months of the season. And then uh, I figured it out by the end, but I think it was just a little too little. It was too little, too late. But uh, no, I mean I feel good. I'm I'm strong. I'm healthy. I'm ready to go. If the opportunity doesn't present itself that I'm in camp with somebody in minor league camp in the next couple weeks, I'll probably go back to Sugarland and start there. And then once the need, you know, for a guy that is going to come cover innings opens up. You know, then I'll be able to get out of there and get back to an affiliated team. What does that mean? What is Sugarland? Texas. Sugarland is the highest level of independent ball. If you remember Roger Clemens, Scott Casimir, or the short stint where Tracy McGrady oh, yeah. came out and tried to be a pitcher, mm-hmm. that's that team. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So that's it's outside of Houston. Uh, it's a really good league. Like last year when I finished there, so I got released by the twins so i went up with the twins i was up for a week came back down did not pitch well in triple a right after the all-star break it got released and then i wasn't hurt or anything i was just pitching poorly so i still needed to go play uh decided to go play in sugarland texas in the atlantic league all five of our starting pitchers had big league time so it's it's a league of quality players actually one guy who's been in the league for a couple of years now was Ryan Dent. So I played against Ryan, which was great. I was able to talk to him. He's like, yeah, it's a lot of guys. It's a lot of older guys. Uh, I was by far the youngest pitcher on the team last year when I was playing at 25. Um, But, you know, it's a good league and it's a great avenue to get back in to affiliated ball. I'm pretty sure they told me that that Sugarland team had 19 guys signed back into affiliated ball during last season, by far the most of the league. So, you know, if, that's what I'm saying though, is if the opportunity isn't there right away in spring training to get back with the team, then, you know, the, the avenue that I would have to take is to go to the independent ball and just earn my way back. So, I mean, last year was an outlier. Let's be honest. Malcolm Gladwell. That was an outlier. Yep. Actually, let's get some, to some, uh, more important questions. How's, how's your golf game? You know, it was really good for a while. I got down to, I think I was a 1.7 handicap. Uh, 
back i'm like at a 2.1 right now so i'm i'm definitely getting around the course pretty well do you think that do you see that video of mike trout absolutely smacking that ball uh i mean it's kind of bs i think it's all for show i think that you could hit it further than him what do you think i don't know so here here's a all right get ready I've, I have very little time in the big leagues, but I definitely have a lot of stories from there. So I'm playing for the Mariners. We're up in Seattle. This is back when it was Safeco Field, not T-Mobile. Yeah, Park, Safeco, T-Mobile's yeah. whack. I mean, it's it's whatever. But there's a golf simulator in center field. Uh, and I guess one day when the Angels came to town, a bunch of them went out there and they were hitting on it. And the rumor was that – Mike Trout went in there and I didn't see the swing. I didn't see the, you know, effort that he was putting in. If I had a guess, I would say he was probably swinging out of his shoes, but somebody said he put a swing on it with the driver and the club head speed was 148. No way. I mean, that's lightning. Now the guy's one of the greatest athletes on the planet. Mm-hmm. And I think by the end of his career is probably going to be the best player to ever play the game. So it's, I don't think it's like completely, out of the question but i would definitely like to see him see the you know the track man data on it for sure can you give us some context on that like what is what are like pj guys swing 110 to 120 that's insane dude <laughs> so like i mean it would be the equivalent of like the long drive guys yeah 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 yeah. i mean but like i said i said it on twitter yesterday uh to be fair he does get every october off to practice his golf swing so that might help him out a little bit <laughs> do hey, i got a, a question about spring training do baseball players actually like it out there yeah because like yeah, spring, spring's fun is it because yeah. it's just so by relaxed the it, by the end of it, it it's starting to get a little bit um monotonous for sure just because you know if you're in big league camp it's six weeks but yeah it's great everybody's all together especially if you're in the cactus league you know if you're all dispersed throughout the Phoenix area. So if you're playing for the Texas Rangers and you're in surprise and you got a buddy that's with the Cubs and they're in Mesa, that's literally opposite corners of, you know, the Valley or the Phoenix area. Yeah, You're 45 minutes from each other and you're for sure grabbing dinner if you want to and stuff like that, where if you're in the grapefruit league and you're playing for, you know, Detroit and they're in Lakeland and your buddy is with the Cardinals and they're in West Palm beach. That's a pretty deep drive. Like you're, you're not going to be able to meet halfway an hour and a half and and just have dinner. So there's definitely an advantage to the cactus league with everybody being in Arizona. I mean, if you, have you ever been out there? Yeah, I'm going to be there in a couple of weeks. I'm going to have 8,000 beers. Probably it's going to be epic. All right. Well, don't drive, but I won't, I won't. The um, I mean, it's a pretty common occurrence to go to, you know, a little bit nicer of a restaurant, and you're probably sitting in the waiting room with other ba- like with baseball players. Yeah, it's pretty sick. Like, there's a good. Ch- I mean, okay, here's a hundred percent chance you go to Mastro's Ocean Club. Okay. You know, you're you're probably sitting there with all stars. Okay. You Ma- go to Arrowhead Grill on the west side of the valley for sure running running into guys probably walking out with a to-go order of butter cake okay john write these down i didn't yeah. know spring training was all about dinner 
Yeah. That's why I've never oh, gone. Absolutely. I just hear everyone, everyone talks about partying. Comes to town, you're oh, either man. going to Steak 44, Mastro's Ocean Club, Arrowhead Grill. Um, yeah, it's all about the food. All right, Mastro's Ocean Grill, Arrowhead Club. What? Something like that. No, Arrowhead Grill. Arrowhead gl- Grill. That's in Peoria. Okay. Steak 44 is right in the middle. Okay, I'm going to go... I'm going to just like wait outside. I don't know if I have the cash to spend the money there, but I'll just wait outside and pretend. All right. So steak 44, I was going there with, with our agent. Uh, this was when I was with, uh, I just got traded to the Mariners in 17. So, all right. Name drop alert, but Cody Bellinger and I were meeting up with our agent Sick. at steak 44. And so we're there, we're, you know, had a great meal. And then we come out. So at the time, I'm driving a 2015 Ford Explorer, you know, the ultimate dad car. Yep. So I valet that, you know, no big deal. (laughs) So we come out of the restaurant. I'm waiting for my car to pull up and identical murdered out G-Wagons pull up right behind each other. And the valet gets out. So the first guy, Jeff Samarjo walks out sick he goes to he goes to the first one you know thanks the guy tips him the next one larry fitzgerald walks out no what that's awesome well here's the thing so they both get in the cars and then neither of them pull away because they got into each other's g-wagons wait what (laughs) yeah oh my gosh I, I was just waiting for my Ford Explorer to pull around. <laughs> they, uh, so they, they get into each other's wagons, get out, you know, have a little, you know, you're a famous athlete bro hug too. And I'm pretty sure now this is all speculation, but Jeff Samarja is probably like, yeah, you know, I used to be a really good football player too. I don't know if you heard of me, this yeah. and that decided to play baseball, but yeah. So that was a spring training famous people out at nice restaurants story i'll let you know how my trip goes i'm gonna drop your name if i can at won't get Arrowhead. you anything. <laughs> won't get you anything have you uh, have you ever faced tim tebow yes you have you can't faced him last season i never struck him out and he never got a hit so that's good call it a wash there you go that's pretty sick though huh yeah so that that lineup the the Syracuse Mets at the beginning of the 2019 AAA season had a ridiculous lineup. Here's here's the lineup that they were throwing out there. Just talk about, you know, career earnings and service time. Center field was Rajay Davis. Wow. Playing playing right field, guy by the name of Tim Tebow. Oh my goodness. This is rounding unreal. out the, rounding out the outfield, playing in left, guy named Matt Kemp. Really? No yeah, way. That was that was their starting outfield. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, it was it was ridiculous. That's awesome. Are they they got to be like the highest grossing AAA team? Probably, right? Yeah, last year for sure. That's incredible. I mean, dude. I just never like just from a business standpoint, everyone was giving them shit when they first got Tim Tebow, and I'm like, that's the greatest decision any AAA team could ever make, right? I mean, yeah. When you when you played them was like was it packed? Oh yeah, the Tebow thing. Like we were playing in Rochester, New York, in April, which I like Rochester, New York. Rochester, New York in April is a little bit gray, a little cold. Yeah, 
Yeah, we faced TiVo on a Tuesday night, packed. Wow. TiVo on a Tuesday. Yeah, that's tight. I might go to Rochester just for that. Degrees, 40 degrees, spitting rain. They're waiting They're waiting outside to watch this guy walk up there with a 191 batting average. Seeing him. <laughs> yeah. That's so, incredible. Yeah. I mean, I got all the respect in the world for Tim Tebow, honestly, for what he's done, you know, the person that he is. I'll give it to him that, you know what, he's grinded his way up through baseball. It's not like they signed him and just put him right in triple a like the guy went and played in in low a i'll tip my hat to a guy that's you know riding the bus doing that grinding his way up and he's battled through i've heard he's like doesn't he like help out the younger kids like he pays for him a lot and whatnot because he's got to be rich i don't know because i've only played him in triple a and that triple h uh right that triple a roster had a lot of coin on it <laughs> right, so I don't right. Think matt kemp was yeah. on that team <laughs> What is Matt? I'll Kemp? be honest with you. Like, there's been a few people that I've been in awe of when I've met them on a baseball field, and we we were in the dugout of a 10:30 kids game in Syracuse, and Matt Kemp's playing the outfield. We're like, what is he doing? 10:30 in the morning on a you know Tuesday field trip day, and Matt Kemp's patrolling left field for the Syracuse Mets. That's like, incredible. That, that guy's got way too much on his resume to be playing right now, especially because Tim Tebow got the day off. Like, <laughs> you know what, Tim? You probably need a little more reps than this guy. But anyway, so Matt's oh, out there. The next day, we go out to BP, and he's standing there waiting by the tunnel. And I was like. Man, you know what? I don't know how many AAA ballparks you can actually stand there and confirm that somebody on this field has dated Rihanna. Yeah, good point. And, and, and Matt Kent's just standing right there. And I went up and just said, hey, man, I grew up you know, in Long Beach, watched you with the Dodgers. I'm pitching against you tomorrow, but, you know, it's really cool to meet you. And he was like, oh, appreciate it, brother. Like, good luck. And I mean, I just took the opportunity, so I was like, man, that guy was the man what, in L.A. What happened uh, at that at-bat the next day? Uh, first A.B., he got a single and scored a guy off second. Unearned run, because that guy was got there off an error. And then I punched his ticket with guys on second and third. Oh, I'd like to hear that. Yeah, he's in the book. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was in AAA, but still. Did, no, it counts. Did Rihanna text you the next day? <laughs> No. <laughs> wow, surprising. Uh, all right, Chase. Hey, this has been a good time, man. We appreciate uh, you taking the time with us. Yeah. I mean, if you guys got anything else, I got nothing else to do. I actually got one more question. How good is your geography because of Major League Baseball? Yeah, that was impressive, all that Flagstaff, whatever you were saying, Mesa. Yeah. So I've, I've thought about this because I actually have significant time at every single level of the minor leagues, from rookie ball, you know, all the way up. And and I've also been traded three times. So with playing for the Blue Jays, the Dodgers, the Mariners, and the Twins, I've actually played in almost every region of this country. It's crazy, dude. Yeah. So like, I want to get like a little map and you know, put it little pins on all the places I've played because I I've seen a lot of the country, you know, playing a sport, which is pretty cool. Once your baseball se- or baseball career is over in uh, about ten years or so, after you're shoving for some major league team in, in ten Appreciate years, uh, you could probably be a top topographer. Isn't that mm-hmm. what a map guy is? Yeah, yeah, you could pull that off. Is the study of maps. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, you know that, that's definitely 
I don't know how high it is on the depth chart, but I can definitely <laughs> put it on the backup plan list. There you go. This actually, uh, this just, I'm glad this came up because you've been a lot of places. Yeah. Have you ever seen like the Earth curve? Because uh, I'm, no. I'm, I haven't. Now I'm actually starting to get on board with the whole, this whole flat thing. <laughs> You're an idiot. No, no, can't can't confirm a curve. Ah, I've hmm. a few curves. Haven't seen the curvature of the Earth. So. Mm, that's wow. actually a good point now, John. Now that I think about it. And you've never like it. it just yeah, okay, hmm, interesting. All right, Chase. Thanks, brother. Hey, we appreciate it. Good luck, uh, and we'll talk to you real soon, man. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, guys. Cool, man. See you later. Wow, welcome to the 700 Club, kid. Hell of a guy. He always tells the best stories. And he's always, like, better than us on the show, which is kind of scary. Like, we've been doing this for a while, and he does it, like, every once in a while for us, and he's always better than us, and that's kind of messed up. Yeah. Well, he's a good he's a good announcer talker. I was a little bit worried before because he, like, he was like, we asked him about the interview, and he said, why don't we do it now? Or, like, why don't we do it in a little bit? Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I wasn't prepared. And then I realized during the interview, I was like, we have to ask him like three questions and then he just takes over. Right. He knows what we want to hear. That's the best part about him is that I don't even have to work hard when I interview him. Yeah. Every once in a while I talk and then he just talks and says some sick stuff and then it's always better than what I have to say. I feel like he's going to figure it out and he's going he's gonna to make it back up. I think so too. It's tough that you get one. He did nothing but good things, right? Yes. That had what? Like one, he was, first of all, he was messing with his zone, whatever the hell. Yeah. Who told him to do that? Probably not him. No, probably not him. Probably some stupid pitching coach. I agree. I mean, it was only one bad year. Like, he's had, like, pretty decent years coming up to this, and he had one bad year. Yeah. But that's the thing about the MLB, which is crazy. We were talking about it. How old is he? 25? Yeah. Dude, what's messed up is that's old in the MLB, and 25 is so freaking young. Yeah. I still don't have it figured out, and I'm a little bit older than 25. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's jacked up. (laughs) But no, he's got it. I'm telling you. I think he's going to make it back up. Just because he's sharp. Yeah. Like, he he gets it. He's a hard worker. Down to earth, hard worker, and he performs. And he struck out Matt Kemp, punched his ticket. Not easy to do at any level. No. People don't do it that often, John. He had that one MVP year, you know. Even Rihanna couldn't punch his ticket. He was, was like, with the greatest player in the MLB for, like, four years. Yeah. Did he lose that MVP? Oh, he didn't win that MVP, did he? He lost Ryan it to Braun freaking Ryan Braun on steroids. Yeah. You know our Dodgers keep getting cheated. Sad. It's honestly sad, yeah. Ron. <laughs> <laughs> I, I take that back. I'm almost positive there's going to be a humongous Dodgers scandal coming out at some point in the next 10 years. I, uh, Gotta be. I hope not. Actually, I, I kind of do. I love the scandals. Yeah. I love that. You know I like drama. Let's get this thing going. Mm-hmm. Something sick's going to happen. I heard that Love is Blind show is stupid. I've watched two episodes. It's kind of weird. Oh, you started watching it a little bit, huh? Yeah, I watched two episodes. It's It sounds pretty weird. You know I like drama. I like The Bachelor. I like all those chick shows. It's yeah. my favorite thing. Grey's Anatomy, freaking love it, hook it to my veins. But <laughs> this show is a little bit, like, out there. Yeah. It's a little bit off the scale for your boy. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm going to You're more it. Bachelor, Bachelorette guy. Yeah. 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 And You've this been is... watching this season? Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't want to hear week. anything about Finale it. Finale next week. Okay. Just letting you know. Good. <laughs> Excited for you. Okay. Oh, let's get to a couple segments before we shut it down, okay? I got some big t- big news uh, to talk about. We talked about it a little bit during the interview, <clears throat> but it's the hype train, the, the Valley hype train. Dirtbag's up to number 17 in the country. Yep. 
took a series from Mississippi State, who was number six in the country. I mean, winner, I don't even want to take any credit anymore because of how legit they are. But when are we going to get a little bit of love Mm. is what I want to know. Just a little bit. I'm I'm proud of you, Paul. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Uh, they just lost to San Diego State. If they lose like two more games, catch me at Blair. Okay, I like that. Because we can't mess it up. No, People are no, too no. like you kidding me. People are gonna start showing up, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, I heard this dirtbag team is really good because I saw it on Twitter one time." Yeah. One time. I mean, did you listen to the show four months ago when we said, "Hey, hop on board because this is gonna be a wild ride." First of all, whoever says that, like, are you on Twitter? Because you're not liking my shit. Yeah, that's so. true. Oh, I didn't retweet that one thing you had. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. funny. And I'll go back and I'll do okay, it for thank you. Okay, thank you. Okay. I was scrolling through your Twitter yesterday, actually, and it was pretty funny. <laughs> There's some funny stuff. <laughs> There's, well, there was like... You need a hobby if you're scrolling through my Twitter. Let me tell you something. There was like... There was like seven... I looked on your media feed to try to get some photos of you. I was looking at. What your, were you doing trying to get photos of me? Just looking, just checking it out. I was going. Through, <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I don't know what you're up to, but I'm not happy about it. I was. Just, I was going through the media feed. There was like twelve selfies in a row of you in a Bruins football sweatshirt. <laughs> yeah. Well, guess what? That's why the Bruins had such a good season. I got you, Team Zig. <laughs> Team Zig, that's my boy. Team Zig. What am I going to not support my? Nah. I, you, I, listen, say what you want about me, but you give me a free sweatshirt, I'm going to wear the shit out of that, Coach. Zig gave me a free sweatshirt. I wear it all the time. Yeah. Coach Haven, Matt Haven, gave me that Quake sweatshirt. You Catch were, it in every single Instagram thing I ever yeah, do. Yeah, you wear it a lot. You wear it a lot. Yeah. I don't I'm not blaming you. I gave myself a 908 sweatshirt. I wear it all the time. <laughs> so just all I'm saying I'm is I'm not getting mad. Okay. But I'm I'm getting mad at the people out there who I know could be giving me free sweatshirts and have <laughs> Oh, good point. It's a good point. Uh oh, yeah, hype train. So I heard this is what I'm hearing. Valley's a big round and third guy. This is what I heard. That's why we keep scoring runs. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Should we start going? I feel like but we I like should going, just go. Well, we can go. I like going before the game, and he's probably got to do his thing, you know? Yeah, he probably can't go before the game. Yeah. I mean, we haven't been. Maybe he is, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't really need a coach to warm up. No, you so, don't. So, like, the team could just warm up, and he could just be – Tossing back some tater tots, and that, like our good friend Chase DeYoung said, the team kind of runs itself because of That's Huey. True. Valley put it into Huey. Huey's putting it into everybody else. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's that called? Delegating. 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 No, delegating. Isn't yeah. that what that is? Yeah, delegating. I delegate better than anybody. Yeah. Yeah. You're good at that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Less work, the better for your boy. All right, hype train. Welcome aboard. Choo-choo. Get off the tracks when the train's coming through, baby. Okay. I got another one for you. It's called Well That Sucks. Well. Well That Sucks, though. You're going to like this one. Oh, boy. You're gonna, well, you're going to like this one. Okay. You're going to like this one. Well, you're not going to like this one because it's kind of sad, honestly. But So, an environmental group. You hear about this? There's an environmental group that is threatening to sue the Trump administration because Whales have been struck by ships heading to the port of Long Beach. You hearing about this? I guess they're... What? Whales are being struck by ships going to the port of Long Beach. Yes. So an environmental group is suing the Trump administration because they're saying that they got to figure it out. Mm. Okay. At least 10 whales were killed by ship strikes in California in 2018. All right, guys. Stop running over whales, huh? But what I want to know is like, 
couldn't the whales just get out of the way? Well, they're pretty fat. Yeah, but like, what are they doing? They see this big ass boat coming. They're just like, yeah, I want to take this guy on. I'm the king of the sea. You're or right something. because I've actually seen those boats move, and they're the slowest moving boats, literally of all time. I'm not a whale expert, but I gotta imagine that they're like a little bit faster than these boats. You're right. Like, are we turning the boat to go get the whale, or is the whale just, yeah? It's kind of like pigeons. You know when you're, like, riding a bike or something and the pigeons kind of get out of the way for you? Yeah. It's like that episode of Seinfeld where we have a deal. Mm-hmm. We do have a deal with the whales. Yeah. Shouldn't the whales, like, I, I mean, I'm That's not. That's a pretty good point. Well, like. You know me. I'm not problematic. No. I'm pro-whale. Uh, me too. You ever been whale watching? No, but I had a whale of a lady on my back <laughs> recently. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's me. She was that not was very me. fat. I never uh, had a whale. I, I never went whale watching either. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, I think that you are correct about this. I was, I was, I was on team whale at first, but now I'm on team. Well, you got to get out of the way. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm sad. I'm sad that 10 whales were killed by ship strikes in California, 2018. That's sad. Also, it says could be more because, oh, it's given the fact that most dead whales don't wash ashore. Hmm. So, where do they go? The bottom of the ocean? the bottom. But I feel like they sink, right? Blubber? Something like that. Yeah, why are any washing ashore? Yeah. It's weird. Uh, Take a block party, for instance, right? We Mm -hmm. both love block parties. Oh, God, are you kidding me? You know, summertime going on. Fourth of July. The street's street's blocked off, am I right? Mm -hmm. But if a car comes, even if it's not supposed to be there. Yep. Don't you just kind of get out of the way? Yeah. Or you want to stand your ground and say, nope. Aren't whales supposed to be some of the smartest mammals? Mm. I think I've heard that. Is a whale a mammal, actually? I'm not 100% sure. I think it is. You might I think it is. dolphins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Aren't they both mammals? I have no idea. But you're right. I, I just, at some point, hey. I agree. Let's. I don't love the ships coming through, but at some point, nah, just move aside. Yeah. And they're not coming fast. They're not coming no. fast. Don't don't step in front and take a charge. You no. know what I mean? Don't be a hero. Well, we're not calling it. No, we're not. It's a block. <laughs> this is a block. <laughs> uh, yeah. And one. All right, no more. I don't... <laughs> Let's not make fun of these people. Let's not make fun of the I whales. I think we're, yeah, we're making fun of the whales. No, it, but... we're not, ooh, they're killing sea turtles, too. And you know how much we're pro-sea turtles. I am pro-sea turtle. Yeah. That's why we stopped drinking out of the plastic straw. We went straight paper. Yeah. We don't even care about trees anymore. It used to be all trees. Hey, trees, 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 we st- we're wasting paper. Not anymore. Mm-hmm. We're waste- We're too much plastic killing turtles. Yeah. Okay. Are those little things, the six-pack little plastic things, are those still killing animals? You don't see those very often. I don't know. No one buys six-packs anymore. No. No. And I think... Why did people used to buy six-packs? I, th- I don't know. I think that used to be a big thing in like the 70s, 80s. But I think it's turned into bottles now. Six-pack bottles people are getting. Yeah. Yeah. No more cans. No more cans in the six-pack. People like to say that they like the bottles a little bit better. I don't... Look, I'm on board. I'm on board. I know you are. I'm on board. I'm a can guy. Well, I love cans for crushing beers. There's no question. But you can be a nice bottle that you want to enjoy. It's easier to enjoy out of a bottle. Okay. Because if you're in a can, you just think, I got to chug this. I don't. Is it? Yeah. Okay, I mean, I guess. Uh, but my good friend E forty once said, "I don't drink to drink. I drink to get drunk." Mm-hmm. Also, when you're drinking out of a bottle, if you're finished, you can't just chuck it. It might break. 
That's true. What do I like to do? Chug the can, crush the can, chuck the can in the trash can. Mm -hmm. If it goes in, it goes in. If it doesn't, I have to go pick it up because I care about the environment. And like some people. But we're just uh, driving these damn ships. (laughs) Well, yeah. How are they not suing the captain? I I don't know. I think these boats are are self-ran nowadays. Like, listen. Don't they just put like a point in the map and it just runs itself? Am I pissed that this girl tried to merge into my lane this morning? Yes. I'm not going to sue Robert Garcia. It's not his fault. Although. You know what I mean? Bobby. No. Be careful. Hey, just be careful, well, Bobby. Well, no. I think he's actually doing a pretty good job. But I don't think we should go to the top. I think we should go to start at the foot is what I always say. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I got another one for you. So you're saying there's a chance. Check this out. You're going to love it. So you're saying there's a chance. There's a new studio opening up downtown. It's ran by KLBP, which I think is part of the post, the Long Beach Post. But they broadcast on 99.1 FM. So, hey, Long Beach Post, don't be a coward. Do you want your ratings to skyrocket? Mm. Throw your boys up there. We are the highest rated show in Long Beach. That's true. Five stars. (laughs) A legit five stars. With many ratings. Yes. And people, I'm telling you, do we have the most listeners in the city? Yes. We have maybe one bad rating from that one guy that thought we were a Michael Jackson podcast. But that's not our fault. (laughs) Because we're not a Michael Jackson podcast. No, we're not. So it didn't even count. Yeah. It still shows up five stars on our uh, profile. Mm -hmm. So I'm just saying, if you want your ratings to go up on 99.1 FM, which broadcasts to... It, it told me Long Beach, Signal Hill, and Wilmington. We can get the Wilmington. My dad's from Wilmington. We'll get that, po- that can we? Wilmington population all on our side. Remember that one time we drove all the way on uh, PCH? Was it PCH all yeah. the way through Wilmington? All- oh, I love Wilmington. Oh, we know the city. Dude, they got a good Frosty Freeze over there. Is it Frosty Freeze? Tasty? No, Foster Freeze. Fosters. Yeah, Foster Freeze. Is that what it's called? I had a blizzard the other day. Wow. Wow. Speaking of... Delicious. Yeah. Uh, we should... I forgot about this. Last night, I was I was pretty drunk, and I was thinking to myself, ooh, I'm going to get grossy uh, shamrock shake before I come. But I was a oh, little bit... Oh, that would have been nice. Yeah, but I was a little bit saucy when I woke up, so uh, <laughs> I didn't have enough time. What are you doing drunk just looking at my pictures thinking about what you're going to buy me? You know. <laughs> just another Monday? <laughs> just a good old-fashioned... No, Tuesday? Tuesday? Just well, a good old-fashioned oh, Tuesday. Oh, makes sense. Well, you can't spell Tuesday without T-U, John. Did you hit EJ's yesterday? No, oh. did not. Did not. I was at Port Richards last night, though. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I was playing, uh, you know that game, hide and seek? What is it like? There, it's like the, uh, it's in the corner where you got to touch all the little things. The little like, uh, I don't know. It's kind of like Where's Waldo, but like with items. Okay. I don't know. Anyways, I might be a top 10 player in the country. I might have come and had a beer with you. I was uh, fresh off three hours at Eldorado Park waiting to boat. Wow. Oh, damn it. I should have hit you up. Uh, it's That's okay. my bad. Well, you know, the whole, we have a truce going on. Oh, yeah. Truce. And I actually like it. I'm actually pretty glad you didn't. Yeah, sorry about that. Also, I would not have come. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, What were we saying? Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, Post, don't be a coward and freaking get us. So it's the new station is beneath downtown Gastropub, Shannon's on Pine. It's beneath that? Are we calling Shannon's on Pine a Gastropub? That's what this says. That sounds way nicer than what Shannon's on Pine is. That's what this says. That's what this says. I'm just, oh, man, we would be. An absolute electric factory on this thing. 
if it's a real legit radio station, would we have all the uh, the sounds? Pew, pew, pew! All right, God, I hope so. Or do we still have to make them ourselves? Bah, bah, bah! <laughs> yeah, I, I think we'd still do it by ourselves. Just because that's who we are. We're ragtag guys. Yeah, you're right. All right. Oh, that's it for that. So you're saying there's a chance. Like, we're going to be super famous. I mean, we are famous now. Like, we have thousands and thousands of listeners but maybe we get millions of listeners one time mm-hmm. you know that'd be sick there's a lot of people in long beach if everybody in long beach tuned into our show which they should could you could you imagine will the city be a safer place i know that that's true that's true and people that's would care it. about the environment a this little bit more. this has become a public safety issue the coronavirus i'll take one for the team for everybody i'll get sick i'm not even scared i honestly might go take a charge with the whales <laughs> i'm thinking about it show my support Hey, when we swim across to the at the bay, when we swim swim across, do we just stand there when the bus the the boat comes at us? No, no, we swim faster. You're right. That's actually a real life experience. Yeah, yeah. you got to choose one side. Yeah. Well, you know what they say: hmm. standing there like a like a whale in boat lights. <laughs> you know. Holy shit! All right, we got a question for us. So this thing. Oh shit! I forgot about this. This is taken off. This is taken off. The Collins, I'm loving the Collins. 562-430-2735. Well, we've known for about a year everyone wants to call in and, and everyone's been hesitant. Yeah, but hey, the ice bra- the ice has been broken. We even had another call in. I don't know if you know about this, but they, they were a coward. It might have been LB Post. They hung up. Oh, that's classic. It could have been the they were, they were going to offer us the job, and then they, they second-guessed themselves. Yeah, they did. Like, was, oh, I've heard some bad been, things about these bad It might have been the rat. It was probably the rat. Maybe the rat really it just can't talk because it's a rat. Oh, that's a, actually. Uh, no, the rat can talk. We know the rat can talk. <laughs> <laughs> we know you're out there, the rat. Uh, and, I know you're yeah. listening. and we know who you are. You, you son of a gun. Uh, All right, should I play this right now? I got to get up to the voicemail machine. What's it called? The phone. The phone. Yeah, I got to get up to the phone. Uh, oh, do you, are you going to give any background? Oh, yeah, we got to do this just in case we got new listeners. Oh, we definitely do. <clears throat> okay. So, pre. Valentine's Day. Yeah. Let me sit down for this. This is going to be a nice little whirlwind story. <sighs> Pre-Valentine's Day, we get a call from some bad chick, right? Mm-hmm. And she said, basically, hey. She wants to be your Valentine. She wanted the chosen one to be your Valentine. She's which, become a Paul Slater fangirl. I mean, let's, hey, listen. Let's Just from his voice. Hey, get in line. Huh? Love is blind. Just from his voice. Yeah, true. If she would have seen me, holy shit. Oh, she he does not look good. Uh, God, especially right now. I look terrible. Uh, Yes. So she leaves a voicemail, says, hey, I'll be your Valentine. Didn't get it till after Valentine's Day, so I apologize. Uh, we were not Valentine's. That's my bad. Yeah. But I say, yo, leave me an email. Like, what's up? Didn't think it was happening because we thought she was fake. I Yeah, we all thought this was a fake girl. This is the realest chick of all time. This is the realest girl of all time. Yeah. Very, very real human being. Slides right into the email. Mm-hmm. See, I'm an old-fashioned guy. Yeah, you are. I'm not a big DM guy. Don't DM Paul. No. <laughs> Uh, mail him a letter you know what oh, if this yeah. is the real deal why don't you mail him a letter yeah I need it <laughs> see if she can spend the, the stamp money with one of those little kiss marks on it put some red <laughs> lipstick just give me one of those you know you know what <laughs> you don't have time to mess with girls that won't spend stamp money on you exactly okay <laughs> so she uh, yeah she calls in leaves me an email F- forgot to email her back again by the way but this thing's taken off hmm. we're using this as the platform of communication now yeah then somebody calls in, another person. Yeah. Calls in and says, "Hey, this girl's not the right girl for me." Yeah. Sh- says, That's true. "Uh, 
is probably not going to produce a first rounder, probably going to produce more of a 17th round in the MLB draft. But to be fair, I think I've realized that it doesn't matter anymore. Like, I'm so athletic. I don't know if you've heard. I'm so athletic, John, that it doesn't matter who the the lady is. Like, it's going to – Oh, like, yeah, yeah, There will be a first rounder no matter what coming out of the Slater household at some point. Yeah. Right. So, that doesn't matter. I'm not even worried about that anymore. We're throwing that out the window. Okay. But, okay. We get – we said, hey, let's see the other side. Yeah, let's – someone vouch for this girl. Vouch for Because this no girl. one would vouch for this girl because she was just on her own – Going out on a whim, very brave. Very brave. Very brave girl. And, uh, well, we said someone needs to vouch for her. And we got two people that called in. And a third hang-up. Which was probably, probably the, the rat. rat. It was yeah. probably the rat. Guys, uh, did she know the rat? Because that could be a real deal breaker. Oh, that's a deal breaker. That's an absolute deal breaker. So two people calling in and vouch for this girl. Should we play them right now? Yeah, play them. All right, let's play them. Should we play them back-to-back or one at a time? Well, we, we're going to have to just play them back to back. Oh, yeah, they're just going to roll. They're just gonna yeah, roll. it's just going to roll. Okay. That's how the voice works. <clears throat> yeah, that's how it works. All right, let me play this for you, John. By the way, I heard it live when I was working, and I was extremely surprised. Which? Oh, is it this one? Yeah. No. Nope. Oh, it's this one. It's this one. It's this one. Hi. Um, I'm actually not much of a listener, but okay. I heard no you guys sad. were looking for friends to no vouch for voicemail girl, so I like that you I'm actually voice one of girl. her best friends, and I just wanted to give you guys a call to let you know that you should most definitely call her, and if you don't, you would be really missing out. She's By the way, this really girl sounds bad, person. too. What's up? Yeah. Yeah. Super fun, super chill. Um, not much of a dog girl, so she's definitely not looking for any kind of free drinks at dog, but... If you do want to take her out, I would definitely suggest calling her and asking her to grab a drink at Ballad's Point. So, See, here's her vouch. All right. Here's your vouch. Well, well, okay. We'll talk about it afterwards. What's up, guys? This is first time listener, first time caller here. I'm here to vouch for Valentine's Day, girl. Wow, was a dude. I think you guys have the same type of humor and can really bounce off each other. She's also a lawyer, and she's already making the big bucks, so she doesn't need your free drinks from Dog. What's this old dog thing? You said that last week. Oh. You okay. You said last week like something about taking, like, she probably oh, because she probably wants free drinks from dogs or something. Because I'm the Belmont Shore Business Association That's president. Right. Okay. okay. Yeah. Do you want to give your thoughts? Or you want me to break it down first? Uh, first thought that comes to my mind is the whole ballast point thing. If they would know, if they actually knew me and listened to the show, they would know that I don't like Ballast Point at all. I think that's one of the worst places mm. on earth. Yeah. Because there's, because why, John? Because there's no Coors Light. Exactly. Oh, okay. I listen, listen to you. You listen to the show? Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, here's the deal. This, I appreciate this report, but this was riddled with flaws. Okay. Hit me. Okay. One. One, the Ballast Point thing. That, Huge that, deal breaker. That's because an at, well, if there's one place you've ever talked about not liking this Ballast Point. Well, okay. Can I break it down again? It's not that I don't like Ballast Everyone Point. likes a view of the ocean. Yeah. That's not it. I like being there. Yeah. But I, serve a Coors Light or two. I don't want to drink my 12th IPA. Yeah. You know? Okay. Uh, both of these callers mentioned they've never heard the show before. First time listener. All, But all of a sudden, you would like her? Same humor? Same. Oh, how do you know? Yeah. A, a little bit weird. Yeah. A little bit weird. Yeah. So, 
our humor would bounce off each other. I mean, have you never even heard me talk? You first time, first time listener. You don't know that I'm the funniest dude on this show. Yeah. Well. (laughs) Oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you the other day. I don't know if I told. Did I tell you this on the air? No, I didn't. I don't even think I told this in real life. I was out one time, and one of our buddies' fiance is talking to. I don't know. We were talking to the group talking. I don't remember what, what was going on, but you came up. Oh, you did tell me this. Your name came up and we were talking about me and you and how we're both funny and whatnot. And then somebody asked her who's funnier, me or you. And she was like, Oh, John's funnier. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. And I was like, what? I don't know if I've ever been happier. But then I said, she said, uh, Paul's side of the chosen one is funnier with the guys, but John's funnier with the people. Oh, that's not even true. That's what they said. I, I'm just saying. So, so far you're funnier than I am, okay. which might be true. You know what? You're kind of a funny guy. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's one. Oh, I'm a little bit woke on this. It's this could be totally false. This is just my speculation. Okay, hit me. I think both callers. I think the two callers are dating each other. So I think it was technically one call. Oh. I think the girl called in and then she was like, told her boyfriend like, hey, you got to call in too. Yeah. He didn't sound that pumped. One flesh. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was a one flesh situation. Okay. So, and that's based off nothing, but it just kind of sounded like it. Yeah. How long is this going to go is what I want to know. Um, Gosh, there was one other problem that I can't, uh, I can't remember. The whole, yeah, the. The the humor bouncing off thing is pretty difficult to deal with. Well, you've never heard the show, so you wouldn't know. Also, if you got... Listen to us a couple times. Yeah. And then call back. Because if... She, I don't think it's about the humor. I think it's about your voice. And your athleticism. Oh, he just didn't owe me? Yeah. Yeah. Well, because if she liked humor, she would like me. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe she just has a really bad sense of humor. Yeah, oh, she's per- oh, she's point. perfect for you. That's actually a good point. Uh, well, okay. I don't think I'm looking at Paul. And he, I can tell he's in. He hasn't decided either way yet. So no, we probably need another call in. You know, yeah, we might need. Actually, we do need another call in, and we need to. We need to settle this thing. Five six two four three zero twenty seven thirty five. I like girls that like tequila and hate spicy food. Yep. Yep. So if you have that, let me know. Like, say, what's up? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's it. Or if you have any other questions or comments on the city of Long Beach or on us, yeah, you can literally call it. You don't have to talk about me. It could be about John. Oh, let's get something going for John. No, it's okay. Yeah, it can fine. be about Paul's better with the attention. Oh God, I, I you, just someone tell me what the deal is with the Thai massage, Swedish massage. I need a massage expert. <clears throat> okay, let's do that. Five six two four three zero twenty seven thirty five. Producer Nick should be a masseuse. Oh. That guy is magic with his hands. So is Luis over there at uh, Oh yeah. Pizza. Oh, that guy gets in there, doesn't he? it. Uh, <laughs> young Cursi. Young Grossi. The goat. All right. Uh, let's go to the 908 Athlete of the Week. Shut this thing down. We'll be out of here. 908 Athlete of the Week this week. Samaya Terry. Hmm. Wilson Girls Basketball. So I don't know if you saw this, but Wilson Girls Basketball won the CIF Championship. Okay. I see the. I got a good I, story about I, this. Okay. What is it? Well, you want to hear it? You have a funny, funny smile on your face. Because <laughs> I just remembered, I went to Costco the other day, 
And I was wearing, you know how I just always wear my Wilson basketball sweatshirt when I work out and do a lot of stuff? Yeah, or your Wilson football sweatshirt. Yeah. Both well, were free. I have my old Wilson basketball one from when I was in high school, and I wear it when I work out. The weird one that's red? The black one. Oh, I like that one. And, uh, but I think I must have worked out or something, or I was going to work out, and I went to Costco first. And uh, I was, like, about to walk into the store, or I, was, I just got my cart, and then walking out of the Costco was this lady... Blonde lady, she probably she reminded me a lot of me, just like probably twenty years older. Clearly wearing a Wilson bat, wearing a Wilson sweatshirt, and uh, Ooh, clearly reminded of you. Clear, well, I just I'll tell you why she reminded me. Okay, keep going. Because we we locked eyes and we both just got the biggest grin on our face, and like I don't know if she thought I was a dad at the school or like I went there or whatever. No, I think she thought I was a dad or a coach or something. And uh, so she was wearing her Wilson sweatshirt. I was wearing my Wilson sweatshirt. We lock eyes mm-hmm. from cr- 20 feet away, both trying not to grin, both can't help it. As we inch t- closer to each other, she goes, "Are you?" and she's just got the widest grin on her face. She goes, are you with the girls team or the guys team? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, but she was like, and then she was like, I said, oh, this is from, uh, this is from a long time ago. And she goes, oh, I was going to say congratulations. Because, did you know that they won? I did. Okay. And anyway, really brings it full circle that the city is buzzing about it. Yeah, it's uh, in that this girl won Player of the Week. I actually don't. I get think she's their best player. So I'm figure. I didn't look at the stats or anything like that, but I'm figuring she had the best day. Okay. If you're the best player, she probably had the best day, and they won. Uh, although we, how am I gonna say this? You know me. Big fan of winning championships. Happy for the city. Glad for the girls. That's cool. But I'm against the, what is it called? Competitive equity. That's all I'm going to say, John. John, that's all I'm going to say. I'm against the competitive equity. I am too. I just don't understand how you could be the not best team in the city, win a CIF championship, and get more love than the team that was better than you in the city. Yeah, I agree. So... But I'm happy for him. Oh, I'm just thrilled. You can only beat who's in front of you, John. You can only beat who's in front of you. And they did that, and I'm happy for the Lady Bruins. And you're for in front them. of me, and I'm funnier than you. So. Yeah, I know. It actually hurts me. Well, but you got everything else going for you. I guess. I don't know, man. <laughs> well, my march is going pretty well, I guess. Yeah. Mine actually is, too. I. It was a, a, a weird morning with this whole... I just... You merge into my lane. I talk around the show. And then you do it again. It's just like. It's like grow up. You grow know what up. I mean? Have a goddamn clue. I talked about this already. I already got it off my chest and you put it back on my chest. All right. That's it. Let's get out. Oh, your rating. Ugh, I mean, God, you were so goddamn funny today. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give uh, you. Hopefully whoever's fiance was, you better get married quick. Because yep. I was just cracking up. You're pretty decent, actually. You're pretty decent. I'm going to give you a 6.8. You're decent. You're a Dece. What okay. time is it? You got to get out of here. It's 10 o'clock. I actually. Uh, John. I got 45 minutes. Oh, you do? Well, shit. Let's get, let's stay on this airway. I got one more Costco story. Okay. Oh, geez. Okay. What is it? You can cut it. Uh, well, I went to Costco, stock up on toilet paper, paper towels, LaCroix, uh, water, all that stuff. Not LaCroix? Everyone else was. I did get LaCroix. Okay. They got a new little variety pack that really? was a little fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And uh, 
everyone else was getting the same stuff. And I like, you know me, I'm an asshole idiot. I yeah. had to say something to the guy in line next to me. I was like, wow, everyone's talking about toilet paper. Huh? Mm. Turns out I see on the news it's because of the coronavirus. It's like Costco's are running out. But here I mean? am. I just poop. Why are Costco's running out of toilet paper? Everyone's stocking up like there's going to be some sort of like uh, apocalypse. I didn't realize this, but I, it was a news story. So like Costco's running out of water. They're running out of everything. Mm-hmm. Because I guess people are just going to stay indoors. Which is great for us. Yeah, got the town to ourselves. No. You know what I mean? Like everyone, well, now it's, oh, it's we acceptable. Are, yeah, we are indoor guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. I don't have to go outside anymore. It's like we get another January. Yeah. Coronavirus has granted us one more January. This is nice. This is nice. Although I'm going to have to be working a little bit harder if I'm going to take on this coronavirus by myself. Yeah, it's I'll true. I'll eat this alive. It'd be like Osmosis Jones. Ever seen that movie? No. Probably would have got 20 on Rotten Tomatoes, but oh, it's one of the greatest great. movies of yeah. all time. Yeah. I, I, now I'm thinking that it goes backwards. Who do we tell that you're the key to the fighting this? The health? I Who's the... who's the? Should we start with like a school nurse? That's like... Yeah. Who's the champion of, uh, of health? The health and... Michelle Obama. Yeah, true. But how do we get a hold of her? Uh, we got to start somewhere in the Bobby Garcia administration. Who's head of the health department in Long Beach? Oh, because Robert Garcia loves Joe Biden. Who knows Obama? That's right. Okay, Who's so we married gotta... to Michelle Obama? Oh, are they husband yeah. and wife? Yeah, they've been hooking up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds like if Michelle Obama called in, I bet she'd make Barack call in too. I'm on to that. I'm on to that. I'm on to that couple. I dude, we're I know all about you. Give us a call five six two four three zero two seven three five. I'm fired up about this. We got we're we're scorching hot right now on the voicemails. If you're the girl who merged in the lane with me, let's hear it. Maybe you think you have to ride away there. Also, where you been, Barbie? You son of a bitch. Yeah, Stephen Barbie. Heard from you in a while. Oh, it's not football season anymore. You don't call in, huh? You Just better be a... getting ready. It's almost spring. Oh, that's true. Ooh, you know what? Oh, another oh, thing. Oh, it's good sweater weather right yeah. now. Good sweater weather. It's, it's not too hot, but it's a little chilly out there, John. Yeah, Except it for is. yesterday was fucking 100. Oh, sorry, Mom. I already cussed a bunch. It was 112 degrees yesterday. I had a sweatshirt on. Yeah. I'm not taking the sweatshirt off. <laughs> it's, it's hoodie season, baby. <laughs> it's hoodie season until April. Oh, uh, maybe a little, Yeah, probably June. Well, June gloom, July. Yep. It's sweaters. It's, it's hoodie season until I July. will probably not wear a sweatshirt on July 4th, but I'm making zero promises. We'll see. It gets a little chilly at night. It's almost Christmas, Paul. <laughs> All right, this is it. <laughs> We're done. See, this is why we need a live show because we can stay on for three hours for no big deal, dude. Okay, life is great Easy. in the 908, John. Shooter, shoot. So shoot your shot. Woo! Stay up. 
Yeah. Hang time, y'all. You know what I'm saying?